They actually are in love with you. They are head over heels in love with you. But I didn't want to tell you because then you would, I mean, Hi, my name's Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So, uh, you know, we, when we talk about sin, here we go again, talking about sin. When we talk about sin, we recognize that there's venial sins, mortal sins. There's probably videos about that. I might even have made one. I don't want to, like, harp on the whole notion of sin, but it's real. It's a real thing in our lives. And yet, not all sins are the same. We're talking about mortal sin here. There's always three requirements or three elements that are necessary for a sin to be mortal, right? So that, that essentially takes us out of, takes us out of right relationship with God, that, that uh, takes us out of grace. And the first thing is has to be, the sin itself has to be grave matter. Secondly, I have to have full knowledge. I have to know it's a sin, right? I have to know it's grave, grave, a grave sin. And thirdly, I have to have full consent, meaning I have, to, I have to intentionally choose the sin. So grave matter, I have full knowledge. I know it's a sin and I freely choose the sin. Wait a second. You mean if I don't know, if I don't have full knowledge, then I'm not fully culpable, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still a sin. Again, keep that in mind. It's still a sin. I just might not be culpable for that because I just didn't know. And if, I, if I'm, if I'm, not invincibly ignorant, like it wasn't my fault. I didn't know I sh- and I, there's no way I could have known. Or if for whatever reason, I, that wasn't my choice. Like it was, uh, my freedom was taken away from me. So I didn't really fully choose that or I didn't freely choose that thing. Then no, yes, the sin itself, itself happened, but I'm not culpable or I'm not responsible for it in the exact same way. Does it make sense? Okay. So keeping that in mind, why? Because human freedom is really important. It's a sin. I know it's a sin and I freely choose to do it. Basically the way I always describe sin or define sin, God, I know what you want me to do. I don't care. I want to do what I want to do. You can imagine that there could be two responses to this. One response is, wow, amazing. How good is that? We really should live out that spiritual work of mercy of instructing the ignorant because it's better to know than not to know. The other response, this is fascinating. The other response is, well, what the heck? Then why did you tell me? I I didn't know. And there was no way I could know. But now you told me that, like, for example, skipping mass on Sunday is a mortal sin. Like, what, now that I know, now now I am responsible for it if I ever freely choose to skip Mass on Sunday. I got some messages that people said, here's someone who is uh, divorced and remarried and they're going to communion. Like, and then now they, they didn't know. They didn't know you couldn't be remarried. You didn't know you had to be married in the Catholic Church in order to receive Holy Communion without with certain exceptions, right? Now you know, and like, oh my gosh, ah, why did you tell me? In fact, there was an example that someone had given. They said, a missionary is talking to someone who didn't know about Jesus. And the person said, so if I don't know who God is and don't know his, his commandments, then I would go to hell? And the missionary says, oh, no, no, not if you didn't know. Then why did you tell me? That sense of one response can be, wow, that's great. We need to tell, let everyone know the, the law. We need to let everyone know what God wants of their lives. And the other response is, then don't tell anyone. In fact, it kind of reminds me, um, at one point, one of my siblings was here on campus and I was sharing with him and with, with the rest of our students uh, how I want everyone, everyone on, on our college campus in Duluth to be Catholic. And at one point he said, you know, you say that you want everyone to be Catholic, but I don't know. He's like, then they, have to, then they all have to follow all the rules. And I thought, oh, well, this is really fascinating. And it reveals a lot of our own hearts. And I, I, he's not unusual. He is very, very common when it comes to like all of our perspective is, well, wait, it, can't they just be a different version of Christian, right? And, and then they don't have all the rules that Catholics have or not even be Christian at all because then they don't have any of the rules. That is a pers- particular way of thinking that says, oh, I associate following the Lord with rules. I associate having a relationship with God with rules as opposed to following a person, having a relationship with God himself. Why would you tell someone this is the kind of the thing, the thing. In fact, so often 
people can say, well, now that I'm learning more, I feel even worse about myself. Now that I'm learning that there's all these sins out there, man, I don't know if I should ever go to communion. I don't, I, and they say, even some people have said, now that I know all these things are serious sins, um, is there anybody? I can see all these people going up for Holy Communion on a Sunday. And how many of them have been to confession? Like, I don't know. Now, that is actually a pretty good impulse. Not looking at other people and trying to judge them. That's not a good impulse. But like, looking at myself and saying, wait a second, do I need to be more careful when it comes to approaching the altar of the Lord, the table of the Lord? Well, in fact, you know, St. Paul says we need to be very, very careful. He says we need to examine ourselves before we approach the altar because we don't want to eat and drink condemnation on ourselves. If we approach the Eucharist with mortal sin, that's another mortal sin. And so, that's very important. Great question. The hard thing is, if I thought I was doing better than I actually am, what good is it to not know that? If I think I'm doing better than I actually am, no one wants that, right? I mean, you've ever, have you ever had this where uh, you have like a, you know, a, a smartwatch or, or your phone, you're running with it and, and your, your watch or your phone tells you uh, that you're going uh, 10 miles, tells you that you're going this mile, many miles per hour, and then you actually clock it out and it's like, oh no, that that's and that's not 10 miles, that is seven miles. And I wasn't going that fast, I was going significantly slower. That's never, it's never received like in a way that like, oh yay, I'm glad I know now. Cause it's like, oh, I thought I was going faster than I actually am. I thought I was doing better than I actually am. But it's better to know than not to know. It's not a bad thing to learn the truth about ourselves. It's not a bad thing to learn the truth about God, even if our initial response to it is not like overjoyed, like, yay, I'm slower than I thought I was, or uh, yay, I sin more than I thought I did. It's better to know than not to know. Why? Because it's better to walk in the light. It's better to live in the truth. Now, the big temptation when I find that truth is to get down on myself. The big temptation is to beat myself up and say, see, you, th you thought you were faster, you were actually really, really slow, or you thought you were holy, you're actually not. Why would you condemn yourself? Why not say, wow, this is, this is the depth of God's grace. Like this is, this is the depth of God's love for me that I was lost and now I'm found. I was his enemy and he still loved me all through this. And God has been so patient with me, even though I was uh, willfully ignorant or not willfully ignorant. And yet this whole time he's been working with me, this whole time he's been leading me to his heart. Now that I know, now I know the depth to which his mercy is willing to go. Think about that. When I discover that I need grace more than I thought I did, it's not self-condemnation. What it is, is this realization of, and this is how much Jesus loves you. This is how much Jesus loves me. Because this is the depth that his love is willing to go. That's why instructing the ignorant is so necessary. That's one of the reasons why sharing the gospel is so necessary. Because it's not just about avoiding hell, not just about getting to heaven, it's about living this relationship of love. I mean, again, here's my sibling who says like, wow, why do you want everyone to be Catholic? It's just a bunch of rules or you have to have all the new rules that they need to follow. Imagine you lived your whole life not knowing that there was someone out there who was absolutely in love with you. I mean, just imagine how many, how many people who are listening to this or watching this who, it would be a dream come true. It would be a, a, a prayer answered if you found out that there was someone who loved you with their whole heart and wanted to spend their whole life with you. This is the person that your heart was longing for even though you didn't even know it. Imagine that. Imagine no one told you about that. Imagine they never came forward and told you like, actually, you have a secret admirer. Actually, there is someone that you've, even if you don't know it, you've, you've longed every moment of your life. You've longed to know them and they actually 
are in love with you. They are head over heels in love with you. But I didn't want to tell you because then you would, I mean, then you won't be able to play the field anymore. Uh, because then, I mean, maybe you'll fall in love. Maybe you'll settle down and, and then, oh man, all the responsibilities of you have to be faithful to them and you probably have kids out of that. And then, oh man, it's just that they cost a lot. Kids cost a lot and, and it could take a lot of time. And I'm just going to spare you the difficulty of spending your life with someone who loves you with their whole heart. I'm going to spare you the difficulty of that. But it's going to come at a great cost. And that great cost is you will be loved your whole life and you won't even know it. That person that your heart is made for and longs for is out there. But I didn't want to tell you because I don't want to burden you with love. See, there's two ways of looking at this. One way is this is a burden. Now I have to be aware of more rules. Now I have to be aware of my need for God's mercy more. And the other is, at last, at last I know. At last I know that, that the, well, the, the more that my heart wanted, there is more. At last I know that, that the one that my, my whole, everything I am longs for, that they also long for me. Your heart is made for God. Whoever's never heard of Jesus, their heart is made by Jesus for Jesus. Think about this. Their heart was made by the Lord God himself, was made by the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that trinity of love. To, to deny them that by, by not telling them about Jesus is to deny them the very reason that they exist. Last thing, very important last thing. If we belong to Jesus, he also told us, he said, okay, disciples, go. Go into the whole world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. We have a command. This is the Great Commission. We can't not tell people about Jesus. We can't not tell them about the fullness of the faith. Not because we want to, and not just because they're loved, but because our Lord, our Savior, our God has told us to. And therefore, what else are we going to do? That's all I got. For all that's here to Sense Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.